in regards to servants, in Jannah there's also going to be servants. But those are especially cut out to serve. Master servants who are specialized in their field. يَطُوفُ عَلَيْهِمْ وِلْدَانٌ مُخَلَّدُونَ بِأَكْوَابٍ وَأَبَانِيقَ وَكَأْسٍ مِّن مَعِينٍ These Jannatis will have these servants going around them, showing respect to them, offering them, pouring for them, dishing out for them. But they are such good servants. They are specialized in their field. They are especially made for that. Quran uses the word yatuf. They will go around seeing what, 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 what is needed of them. And they will serve with heart and soul and experience. There's an equation between them serving and going around and tawaf around the Kaaba because they will have so much of respect and love and reverence for the person who Allah Ta'ala granted them to. So they are made, especially Allah Ta'ala made them for the people of Jannah who pleased Allah Ta'ala that they can have servants to help them and have that honor of having servants. So it is an honor to have people serving. So we should appreciate these bounties of Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala and fulfill the duties, fulfill the rights of the creation of Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. After her idda, Hazrat Abu Talha Al-Ansari, Zaid bin Sahal radiallahu anhu, comes to propose for Umm Sulaim because who wouldn't want to get married to a woman of such stature, status, intelligence, wisdom. As he comes to the door, he proposes. He says, you know, I would love to marry a woman like yourself. When he presented the matter to her, she said, Oh Abu Talha, ma mithluka yurad, kafir. Someone like you and your proposal should not be refused, but I have a big problem. He said, what is it? You denounce Islam. You deny Allah. That's why I cannot accept you as my husband. I am a Muslimah. That's why I will not be able to marry you. There's beautiful reports that explain what happened here. Where he couldn't believe that it's just because of Islam. She refuses his proposal. She thought maybe there's someone else more well-to-do than himself, because he was well-to-do, who had proposed for her. So he says, okay, but I don't believe that. She said, no, it's certainly, that's the only reason. I'm not worried about your wealth. I'm not even worried about the dowry that you're going to give me. So he says, it's just because of Islam. And then she saw his eagerness. So she said that Abu Talha, think about it. You chop down a tree. Half of the tree you use as firewood, and you cook with it. The other half, you shape it up, and put it into the form of an idol, and you start worshipping it, how can you worship creation? We worship the Creator, the Allah who made us. Look at Sahaba radiallahu's wisdom. They knew how to present the message, when to present the message. Such simple, sweet, wise words. How many opportunities Allah gives us in life, where we can share the beauty of deen, in a respectful manner, in a wise manner, in a simple manner. Leave the individual thinking and let them aspire. There's so many people who've, who have never been offered the deen of Allah Ta'ala. Allah forgive us regarding our shortcomings in this uh, responsibility and duty that Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala has given us. So when she said this to him, he was shocked. He says, okay, but how would I become Muslim? She said, okay. Go to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. He goes to Allah's Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Allah's Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam was sitting in the masjid. And Allah's Nabi said, Abu Talha is coming. 
Abu Talha is coming and the nur of Islam is apparent between his forehead. وَغُرَّةُ Islam بَيْنَ عَيْنَيْهِ And he came, he embraced Islam. At first, obviously, he wanted to get married to Umm Sulaim anha. And Allah's Nabi Sallallahu company, what an impact it had on him. What a great Sahabi he became, Hazrat Abu Talha radiallahu anhu. And then the nikah was done between Hazrat Abu Talha and Hazrat Umm Sulaim radiallahu anha. Thabit Bunani rahimahullah, what a great tabi'i. A student, tabi'i is a student of Sahaba radiallahu anhu. Very, very great tabi'i. Thabit bin Aslam al-Bunani, al-Tabi'i al-Jalil, rahimahullahu ta'ala. Very, very great tabi'i. He was known to be very close to Hazrat Anas radiallahu anhu. He was Hazrat Anas radiallahu anhu's special student. And Hazrat Anas radiallahu anhu is the son of Hazrat Umm Sulaim radiallahu anhu. He was such a student, whenever he used to see his ustad, Hazrat Anas radiallahu anhu, he used to grab the hands of Hazrat Anas radiallahu anhu and kiss the hands of Hazrat Anas radiallahu anhu. Hazrat Thabit Bunani, he says, that what a dowry, what a dowry. مَا سَمِعْنَا بِمَهْرٍ قَطُّ كَانَ أَكْرَمَ مِنْ مَهْرِ أُمِّ سُلَيْمِ We have never heard of a nobler dowry than the dowry of Hazrat Umm Sulaim radiallahu anha, which is Islam. She wanted Islam as her dowry. Subhanallah. This is uh, what a speciality, subhanallah, of Hazrat Umm Sulaim radiallahu ta'ala anha. This Thabit Bunani rahimahullah, while we mentioned him and him being a special student of Hazrat Anas radiallahu anhu, who's the son of Hazrat Umm Sulaim radiallahu anha, this great Thabit Bunani, what a life he lived. A man comes to him one day and says to him, Hazrat, can you assist me? I have some need. The certain governor, you know, I need him to fulfill a certain task of mine. So these great Sahaba, these great Tabi'een, the students of Sahaba, عنهم, always were there and available and ready to help humanity and help people. So he says, come. And as they're going to this uh, venue of this governor, any masjid that they passed, Hazrat Thabit would enter and make dua and ask Allah and as they carry on, they pass another masjid, he would enter. And finally they get there, because it took some time, every masjid he passes, he performs some prayer, some nawafil and dua. And when he intercedes on behalf of this individual by the governor, this man's need was fulfilled. And as they depart from there, Hazrat Thabit tells him that, I know it might have been difficult for you, that we stopped and prayed and so forth. He says, I must just tell you, so you don't feel bad and feel I was wasting your time. Every masjid we passed, I entered and prayed, and I made dua that Allah fulfill your need. His reliance was not that, hey, I am such a senior scholar, or I am such a senior individual, I will go and speak to him, he'll get it sorted out. No, I have to ask Allah to sort it out for you, to fulfill your needs and your duties. When this great Tabi'i, Thabit rahimahullah, left this world, his one student who's also a famous narrator of hadith, Humayd al-Tawil, says we were burying him, and as I buried him, from a crevice between the pieces of wood above him, I peeped through there and I was shocked to see my teacher in prayer. So I say to the other student, come see her. And I see a reprimand from inside telling me to remain silent. And then I rushed home after his janazah and I asked his family, how come? This is what I saw. They were so shocked. They said, what did you see? When I explained to them, they explained to me, that this was his dua. That, oh Allah, how will I manage that period in the grave without praying, without asking you, without performing salah? There's so much of sweetness in salah. This is what I want my Allah to even, if you give anybody the opportunity, I also want that opportunity to pray 
in my qabr. Subhanallah. This is the qualities of Sahaba anhum and the Tabi'een. They were so attached to Salah. There's such an amazing hadith. Allah's Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said it comes in Sunan ibn Majah where a person in his grave and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will then show him as though it's the time of Salah. So in his grave he'll awaken. He'll think, hey, just now the sun is going to set. He'll awaken and he'll want to get ready for salah because salah is part and parcel of the life of the mu'min. May Allah make it such. May Allah make it so for us. Allah give us tawfiq that we become devoted to our salah, that we take our time and we passionately perform our salah because it is a special union with Allah it is a conversation with Allah it is a moment in seclusion with our Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala our beloved maker